Okay, welcome. We're live here in the War Room Battleground. We put it together here live at CPAC. I want to thank Frank Speech, Mike Lindell, the entire crew, Logan in Memphis for helping us get us set up in a quick change. Father Pavone, Steve, it's so, so good to be no, with you. So honored to have you here, brother. You are in our prayers immensely and intensely. Fantastic. And, uh, I got to ask you. Yeah. Kansas. Was this, we had so much momentum after Roe v. Wade. Talk to us about Kansas because as soon as that vote started coming in, all you heard was the mainstream media saying, this is the right, this is the end of the life movement. All the momentum's on the uh, pro-abortion side. Well, Tell us what's going on. That's nothing but wishful thinking on their part. You know why these sometimes these referenda fail? Because the other side lies about what the referendum actually says. They were pumping money. 75% of the money on the pro-abortion side of that referendum came, unsurprisingly, from outside of Kansas, right? From pro-abortion groups that wanted to make that exact point, except the point is false. We have a lot of momentum. We've got 43 abortion facilities How now do you say you closed. Get, hold on. How can you say you got momentum when we just lost two? And, and the state doesn't come any more conservative than Kansas. Yes. We yes. Just, and by the way, the money's going to come from all over anyway. Right. How do you say we have momentum when two-thirds, it was two-thirds of the people in Kansas yes. voted against it? Was, That's it right. confusing, was it confusing the way it was written? It was a complete lie told about what it is that they were voting for because people were told by the immense amount of ads, six or seven million dollars worth, that said, oh, you're voting to ban all abortion, even in the cases of medical necessity. That was nothing, had nothing to do with what the amendment was. The amendment simply said the same thing that actually that the Dobbs case said. Let us, the people, decide. Because a few years ago, the Kansas Supreme Court took out of the hands of Kansans yes. the right to decide because they said, oh, it's a constitutional right in the Kansas Constitution. A right, by the way, that nobody had ever discovered before. There's no such right there. So all this referendum was trying to do was to say, no, there's not a right in the Constitution. If the people want to make abortion legal, they can still work through their lawmakers and do so. I challenged the other side. Let's have an honest referendum where the people are actually told exactly what it says and what it doesn't say. I guarantee we win every time. Why do you? How do you guarantee that? Well, because Have, we does know, the math show us that. Yes, the, the, all the polling across America shows that the American people do not re, do not accept, have never accepted, abortion without limits. What happens? What people have to understand? What, what's going to happen now in Kansas is that now they're instituting abortion without limits. How many Americans? How many Kansans want a healthy mother in her eighth month of pregnancy carrying a healthy baby? To be able to abort that baby, or every every poll that's been ever taken shows we do not accept that. And yet, when you say it's a constitutional right, that's exactly what you open the door to. Now, what Kansans are going to find out pretty fast is that the pro-life laws they worked hard over recent years to enact, including parents having a say in their minor age daughter's abortion decision or clinic regulations for the health and safety of that mother. They're going to start see these laws taken away or struck down as unconstitutional, and they're going to say, who decided that? Well, unfortunately, the Kansas Supreme Court decided that, and you failed to stop it with this amendment. I was not, I was actually not, not surprised at the outcome of this. We've, we've been able to pass amendments like this in places like West Virginia, uh, in Arkansas, in Alaska, even in Florida. But, but the, the propaganda is the problem. The but lies not, but, that are okay, told. But, but, but. Let me take it a different direction yeah. for a second. You guys are about as sophisticated as, as media messaging as anybody. You, you, for 50 years, took incomings, took defeats, were yeah. able to strategically think through what do I have to do, what do I have to move. 
if people had problems with the way it was uh, drafted and had any inclination at all there was going to be this loss, they had mm-hmm. to, you call it propaganda, that's just the left getting in front of a message and driving it. Because right now mm-hmm. what they're trying to say is that we've changed, we've we've shifted momentum. In fact, the reason I wanted to, when I heard you were here, yeah. I wanted you here because what there's, we have this massive momentum uh, for, for, for midterms in, in uh, 2022. That's right. The entire CPAC... Uh, conference yes. is on fire Pelosi, save America. Right. Right. And it's about two things, winning a massive victory in, 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 in the midterms. Right. And then executing on that afterwards. We've had this momentum, the Roe v. Wade decision we felt gave tremendous momentum. And yeah. in addition, you didn't really see that much blowback. I mean, for all the, we're going to burn it down Yeah, yeah, yeah. in these cities. Yeah. They were the kind of the usual suspects with the green hair protesting and that's their right. But you didn't see that really as a, as a, as a mass kind of, um, you know, upheaval of the American people. Now, the polling, they kept saying, oh, no, this is going to be the secret weapon for the Democrats to thwart the uh, the red tsunami. And now you've had Kansas and they've done an excellent job of taking what was a kind of a weird a situation and, and turning it into a massive victory to say we have momentum. And now we need the Republicans and the, and the MAGA guys to abandon the life movement or therefore they're not going to win. Where do you think? Because you guys are. I know, I know the, the father is very humble, but this is one of the most sophisticated guys around. You had to, with no resources to defeat what you defeated, uh-huh. it's just is legendary. How do you then convince people, no, they don't really have the, the momentum and we really are going to go through these midterms and win. And one of the ways we win is the life, uh, the life topic. Yeah. The life issue yeah. is a winning issue for us. Well, Steve, it comes down to how, as you know, how do you frame the argument? And whether it's conversation between individuals or any candidate's campaign in this midterm, the choice is not between, you know, every abortion is banned versus the situation we have now. The choice is between the situation we have now, where it's a mixed mixed bag, and unlimited abortion until birth. Because that's the Democrat platform. That's the Democrat agenda. If we can frame the question that way, we always win. This Kansas thing wasn't framed the right way. and But you had the top, win. when you say not framed the right way, yeah. you have a significant right to life movement in Kansas. Yes. And Kansas is one of the most conservative states in the union, although it has a, a, a robust Democratic Party. They've had a lot of Sibelius and some really oh, yeah. pro-choice governors they've had. Yeah. How did it, how did the, the the right people not get involved early on and say we got to get this amendment right or knowing it was not right start putting out the warnings that hey because people quite frankly walked in there and I was talking to people in Kansas every day including people in the right movement said hey we have massive turnout and the reason we have massive turnout is support for the life movement next thing you know the first numbers that come up are two thirds one third against us yeah I think it was the avalanche of these ads that came in again okay. from out of state money out of state money saying oh you know you're not going to have right or the right to contraception anymore you're if your life is in danger from your pregnancy you're not going to be able to be treated these are the things they were literally saying you know rape and incest and, and none of that was what the amendment was about so what we have to be careful of is two things a again the framing of the message and b just the this massive i mean the other if the other side weren't experts in lying we wouldn't have had Roe in the first place, right? It was all based on lies. And that's where we have to be vigilant. We are going to have 
across the board on this issue, this inflow, we see it nationally with the response to Dobbs, right? They're saying, oh, ectopic pregnancies, miscarriages, life-threatening emergencies in pregnancy are not going to be able to be treated. It's all nonsense. It's all a lie. That's not true at all. That's so, that's a lie. In other words, that, that was there to confuse people. Yeah, exactly. That's what they did successfully in Kansas. It's not that they can't succeed in doing that again. But I don't think on the, on a, on the national scale, when you look at overall the momentum, uh, that they're going to be able to overcome what we've okay. got. We're at CPAC right now. I want to yeah. I want to talk about the momentum going up to to the midterms. Wh- where do you see it coming from? Is the is the life movement engaged at every level? at state legislatures, because we know this is going back to the states, but they are also engaged at the congressional level. In other words, do you see the support and the enthusiasm and the intensity being on our side of the football and the life movement I, for I, this? I, or do you think that they're going to really use this Kansas situation to motivate the choice movement? They're going to try to make Kansas emblematic of what's yes. happening in the rest of the country. They're going to try. I don't think they can get away with that because we do have, you know, right now, I mean, 43 abortion mills have been closed in 11 states. Tell us why. Well, because as soon as Roe fell, the people got to work on the state level. Some of the laws kicked in automatically, as you know, because they were trigger laws. But in a lot of other cases, you know, attorneys general went to the courts and say, "Okay, you got to lift this injunction against this pro-life law because Roe has fallen. And they were ready to do that. They were ready to do that. And they did it in other states. Laws are being passed. New laws are being passed. We've got momentum in Florida. The governor's going to call, as I understand, uh, a, a special session. You're to, hearing Ron DeSantis will call a special yeah, session. I think that's what I'm hearing. Okay. We'll see. To in do, November. To, to do what? To, 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 to advance further laws for pro-life in Florida. Of course, he had just signed the one that, that made it like Mississippi 15 right. weeks. That's been challenged in court, but we're winning on that. Uh, so so we're going to see, I think, Steve, what's going to happen is in these next few months before the general, we are going to see the momentum keep playing out as states more and more, not only states passing pro-life laws, reasonable laws that most Americans agree with, but we're going to see more and more victories in the courts. Because remember, one of the things Dobbs did was it took away one of the key arguments that's used in the lower courts to strike down pro-life laws, which is Roe and Casey, you have a right to abortion. The judges can't make those arguments anymore, even if they want to. They're bound by what's called vertical precedent. They've got to apply Dobbs now to the cases that come before them. I think the momentum is going to speak for itself as we go into the general election. And we've also had over recent election cycles an analysis of that portion of the electorate, various Worthland polls and, and other companies, Show those portion portion of the electorate that thinks abortion is a key issue in voting. They vote pro life two to one. Now, will that change a little bit this time? I think it will. I think abortion is higher now on when you ask voters what issues are of more importance. I think crime, inflation, immigration are still at the top. Does it does it concern you that also on the pro choice side that that number? Yes, I think it's more this time than usual because of what's happened. Uh, But. I don't think it brings them over the over the victory line. Um, before I let you go and get Janet Marino in here in a second, before I let you go, while you talk about the momentum and all the positive stuff, Gavin Newsom yes. has, has and he's going to stand astride of the Democratic Party on the evening of November 8th. Yeah. They're going to get shattered. They're going to lose the House. I believe strongly they'll lose the Senate. Me too. They'll, they'll Me leave too. state legislatures. Yeah. They're going to lose school boards. They're going to be shattered. They're going to have one shining spot. Yeah. And that's going to be California. It's going to be Gavin Newsom. And Gavin Newsom is going to win by 20 points in, the, in the, his governor's race. He's going to have $250 million in the bank. 
And he's sitting there saying, I am making California a sanctuary state right. for abortions. Right. He is the opposition. And he's going to be one of the, if he's not the nominee for the Democrats in 2024, he's at least going to be one of the guys that, that fights out to the end. Yeah. Is Gavin Newsom setting himself up with a series of policies to make California the example for the pro-choice groups to rally around? And think, does that concern you? Well, I think that's what he's doing and what he's trying to do. And I agree with your analysis. I was out speaking in California uh, several times, actually, since Dobbs came down. And I, what I told the people out there was whether California becomes a sanctuary for abortion or not is not up to Gavin Newsom. I said to the people, it's up to you. Yes. Because this is where now people have to rise up and say, wait a minute. Do you think California is a, a, a pro-life state? You know, <laughs> not overall, because you've got these 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 population centers. But that's the problem. you got the big population centers, L.A. and San Francisco and so forth. But you subtract that, I mean, all up and down the state, there's such strong pro-life uh, people and movements and groups. It's really strong. So what I said to them is stay strong and don't let the other side take this from you by default. Don't let them, you know, the, 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 the old saying, the, the battle is in the mind of the enemy, right? So if you make, if you make the pro-life people of California perpetually think that they are, they can't win. They're in the minority. The state is solidly blue. No blue state can, can, is blue by dogma. You know, it, it can change. And I think the pro-life people in California now, because of Dobbs, are more motivated than ever to say, we're standing up and we're going to set the policy in this state because it's no longer a constitutional right. Who knows? It's going to take perseverance. It's not going to be something overnight. Uh, but we got to keep encouraging the troops. What happens if Gavin Newsom successful and turns California? California is what forty million people. Yeah, it's the seventh biggest economy in the world. It's got the dynamism of Silicon Valley in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean these are two power centers, particularly in a post-industrial world. World, Newsom's a very cunning politician. Oh yeah, he understands what's he, what he's doing. If he is able to turn it into a sanctuary mm -hmm. for abortions. What, what is the pro-life, where does that put us overall, and what should be the response for the national, not just the California, but the national pro-life movement, and trying to thwart, because he's going to present 2024 as the California model versus versus the Trump's MAGA. Yeah. And he's going to say, Trump's MAGA is the handmaid's tale, it's a, a bunch of reactionaries, right, and, and, and I'm offering you a the sunlit uplands of a of a progressive uh, wonderland, and and I'm the model. What yeah. what is the pro life movement that's done such a great job in getting us to the overturning of Roe v. Wade and the Dobbs decision? What's the response? He thinks he's assuming that people in other states who can't get an abortion in their own state are going to be willing to travel to California to get one. First of all, I would challenge that presumption. We you haven't. Don't, you don't buy that. Not, not that, not as a as glibly as, as a people, given as, as glibly as people just assume. Right, because we have found, and we're working with these women every day who attempted to have abortions or who have had them. We have found it's not a kind of a decision that has the firmness of someone who's willing to crawl over broken glass to get it. Women getting abortions are very ambivalent about it. Sometimes it only takes two elderly women praying the rosary in front of the abortion clinic for them to take that as a sign from God that they shouldn't do it, and they turn around. So the, 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 the presumption is wrong, first of all, that they're necessarily going to come. Secondly, those who would come, we've still got the strongest ever pregnancy center movement in, that we've ever had in all 50 states, 
And so what we're going to do, our response, like they're saying, if he These does are the this, pregnancy centers is, that the left says that you're misleading yeah, should, women. You're yeah, misleading right, women. Right, right, but right. How are the, by the way, what, what services, when someone comes in and says, hey, look, I'm open to having the child, yeah. but I can't afford it, I, 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 I'm not married, what are the potential services or what potentially is the cover? What, what can people do to make sure that they're, there is something there that they can grab onto to actually have the child and understand they're not going to be in dire poverty the rest of their life. Right. If they don't have the economic resources, there are, are people ready to give them job training, find them jobs, help them pursue their education while having the baby, if that's what they choose to do. Uh, legal advice. This is that fully developed. And if they go to a, fully developed. And if they go to a pregnancy center, this is the type of thing that you can help people yes. with. Pregnancycenters.org is the main website. Yes. You put in the zip code, you'll Pre find the Pregnancycenter.org. Pregnancycenters, yes, yes dot org. Um, yeah, it's that developed. I mean, parenting training, help to make an adoption plan, whatever it is that they need, a place to stay if they don't have a place to stay. But then you got a lot of people who do have the financial means to have that child. They're just filled with fear. And and and, and a friendly, professional person to walk them through fear, those fears. Fear of the unknown. Fear of the unknown. Fear of, hey, I didn't plan on having this child. What do I do now? I can't do it. And people will walk alongside them and say, yes, you can. Talk to me about uh, about what you were just saying about people. It's not a firm decision, and people aren't going to fly or get on a bus and, and go 900 right. miles. Talk yeah. to us about that decision. So you don't buy the glibness that, oh, I'll make it a sanctuary state, and everybody throughout the they're country gonna, is going to They're going to flee yeah. here, yeah. Because no, that's no. the pitch that he's yeah, making, Yeah, right? that's the pitch he's making, because this is what a lot of these folks actually think. Oh, you know, she's so determined to have an abortion. Nothing's going to stop her. Oh, yes, it will. I've had people have said to me, well, I didn't go through with my abortion. You know why? Because I got lost on the way driving to the abortion clinic. You know, and it's as simple as that. Professor Michael New, let me throw that name out there. He's a pro-life researcher. He has taken the state laws that we have had, even pre-Dobbs, that simply regulate abortion in various ways. You've got to wait 24 hours, right, after you get some information about the procedure. Those laws are saving lives. Saving lives not in the sense that they're going to a different state where they don't have that law. Saving lives in the sense that they change their mind and they have the baby, just simply because they had to wait 24 hours. So when you have a law that is actually prohibiting abortion, we, we know from, from the women we work with, they don't want to be lawbreakers. They, 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 they really don't. They want to do what's right. And, you know, the law is a great teacher. And 50 years of saying, oh, it's legal, it's legal. Many people think it's okay. Uh, with this changing now, no. It's not, they're very ambivalent. And a lot of them are going to choose life because of these laws. Talk to me. Why are you, why are you here at CPAC? This, well, this is the fire Pelosi, save America. This yeah, is the push. Yeah. This is the push to. And by the way, she's a devout Catholic, right? <laughs> she's a devout Catholic. The, the, the Pope told us that when, yeah, when he went to, went to the that? Vatican. There and you the, guy, the, you the San Francisco Cardinal said, oh not goodness. on my watch. And that. Yeah. So why are you here at CPAC in August? Uh, first of all, for my own personal exhilaration, inspiration, connecting with people like you and with all our, our colleagues in this great fight. Uh, secondly, I, I'm, I'm, I'm able to share some thoughts. I'm going to be given one of the talks tomorrow. What time, and, what time and, is your uh, talk tomorrow? My talk tomorrow is at 3.20 in the afternoon. Is it on a panel? Or it's on a panel. And talk to me about the panel. It's going to be about faith and versus fascism. It's going to be about the Dobbs case, but it's also going to be about how is it that uh, we got to the point in this country where we're killing these babies, where we can't say a man is a man or a woman is a woman. Uh, by the way, I think the answer to that is for 50 years we've been saying a baby's not a baby. That's when we broke from reality. Uh, but, but I'm going to talk about what is the restoration of faith like 
in addressing all these problems. So it's going to be a fascinating discussion. What is it? Give us a a heads up. The church says if you forget the creator, the creature becomes unintelligible. And, 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 And that's the bottom line. We've lost the sense of what human life is, who the human person is. Because we don't know who God is anymore. And, and for people either who either don't believe that he exists or believe that, yeah, he's a God, I make him in my own image. That's where you end up with all this evil. And, and no longer can you even have. Uh, uh, These are bigger cultural issues. Yeah. How do we people are talking about how we you know, they're, they're all freaked out uh, on, on MSNBC, The New York Times. about what they say is the rise of Christian nationalism. Yeah. I think when we look at things, we, we see the, the basis of the Judeo-Christian West receding from the public square yes. that you can't talk about any of these values or concepts anymore are yes. automatic. This is the fascism part. How, how do you think that we get more of that conversation into the public square right now? Because isn't that what we're missing? It is what we're missing. You know what I think the answer ultimately is we need martyrs. That's how the faith grew at the beginning for people to do things that make the rest of the people turn their heads and not just say, oh, so-and-so believes such and so. Well, everybody believes something. People have believed things for centuries. We've got to do things that make people turn their heads. And Steve, I'm not saying this just because we're here on the show together right now, but you're an example of this yourself. People make people turn their heads and say, why on earth is that person doing that? They must be motivated by, you know, this is how Bernard Nathanson came to faith. Yes. The architect of the abortion movement. Yes. He saw people rescuing in yes. front of these abortion clinics. He said, there's something here I don't understand. There's a force that's driving these people to give themselves for these babies. Well, they got to see that force in us driving ourselves to give ourselves for the babies, for freedom, for America, for our children, yeah. for education, for the security, for all of it. You're a hero. How do people get to you on social media? By the way, he has not taken one day off after Roe v. Wade. This guy works <laughs> every day of the week. You're a man of faith and a man of God. How do people get to you? Fr Frank Pavone on all the major platforms, starting with Truth Social and Getter and all the rest. Fr Frank Pavone on social media. Father Pavone, you're saying right now we're still pushing forward with the uh, with the life movement and uh, and we're going to have big victories in the midterms. Don't believe what the mainstream media says. That's right. When they say that we've lost our mojo after Kansas. That's, hey, listen, if, that's we, the met- if we believed that now, it's the same message they've been giving us for five decades and they've been wrong all along. Well, I tell you, <laughs> they told us for five decades and Father Pravone and these other great warriors did prove them wrong. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. Janet Marino is going to join us next. We've yes. got the Moms for Liberty. We've got a pack show in the second half. Father, always an honor. Thank always you. an honor. Keep us in your prayers. Absolutely. And keep our enemies in your prayers, too. That's right. <laughs> Father Frank Pavone. Okay. Short commercial break. We're going to be back in War Room Battleground. Frank's speech. We're here live at CPAC. We've got two more pack days. Tomorrow, wall to wall, 10 to noon, and then back here at 5 to 7 Eastern time. And then Saturday morning, we're doing a live special in the lead up to President Trump's speech. We're going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back here live at CPAC in a moment. So good to see you. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. 
Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. I'll tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we're back. We're live at CPAC. This is War Room Battleground. Very honored to have Janet Morano. Janet is a wingman for Father Pavone. The book is Everything You Need to Know About Abortion for Teens. Look, here's the reason I want to have you on here. The shock of this Kansas debacle right. is it seems like it's given momentum to the left, right? And they're saying that in the midterms that this is going to be this is going to be the driving force that's going to thwart the MAGA movement for the takeover of the House and the Senate. One of the things they're criticizing, they're saying, hey, these people are all great and saying Roe v. Wade and no abortions, but there's nothing there for the underprivileged woman. There's no, there's nothing there for the woman that's in fear. And particularly what they're focused on is that all these radicals want to have teenagers have all these babies. Now, th this book, Everything You Need to Know About, is actually for teens. How do you respond to that? How do you respond now that they're making one of the number one political issues in the country is this whole issue about the life movement or the abortion movement uh, for teenagers? Well, first off, for teenagers, Planned Parenthood and the abortion industry targets them. They're in our high schools. Targeted. What do you mean targeted? Well, because they're in the curriculum. A lot of high schools allow them to come into a high school and make Planned Parenthood presentations in your public high schools. I mean, as part of, they say, sex education. Yes. They actually they bring them in under sex education. And so, and so what do they do? What do they do? Well, while they're, they, in the they're offering free condoms. They're offering birth control and all that. I mean, it's terrible. That's their idea of sex education is that it's OK for teenagers to continue to have sex. But we're going to give you all the birth control and things you need so you can have all the free sex you want. In my book, I do a full chapter, Steve, on chastity, but I show the kids 
all this, you know, friends with benefits, sleeping with people, the the amount of STDs in our country has gone skyrocketed. And those are facts by the CDC, not Janet Moreno making it up, CDC facts. So I show the kids, you know, you could have all this free love and free sex when you're in high school and college, but then ladies later on, you get married, you want to have kids, you might have ruined your fertility because of that, because of these diseases, uh, pelvic inflammatory disease and so on. In the book, what do you talk about? I was asked Father Bravone this. Services, if, if you're a teenager and you're pregnant, what are the services, what, what are offered so that you're not facing this alone? That you, Because they're making the argument, <laughs> you guys are all about pro-life, but then you just dump these people uh, you just kick them to the curb. Absolutely it, not. That's not Absolutely true. Absolutely not. Not true. See, there's over 2,800 pregnancy help centers all over this country. You can go to a simple website. I challenge everyone. Go to pregnancycenters.org. Put in your zip code. Pregnancycenters.org. Father Bravone talked about this. .org. You Put see in the, the zip code. code. You see where the nearest pregnancy help center is. And this is real help. Not just diapers and formula. We're talking about medical help, a place to stay if that girl needs it education and job opportunities. They're not just here to have her birth the baby, they're here beyond. And most of these centers, they keep them as clients till the baby's at least two years old, at least. At two least. Years old. So that so they help the mother through the whole transition of exactly, the baby. Exactly, exactly. They're here for them for the whole thing. And if the, the girl wants to make an adoption plan, they're here for them too. Okay, make people feel better because right now the left, every news site, every, every TV, every cable TV on the left is saying, mm-hmm that Kansas innervated uh, the, the left, that they're now, that the momentum is now on their side as far as the midterm elections go on the whole issue not, of life. You're not buying that. I'm not buying it one bit because okay. first of all, what happened in Kansas was very tricky because first of all, the other side lied. They did use scare but they tactics. All, but they always lie and they always use scare <laughs> they tactics. They were scaring people so first of all. So what's different than what you faced the last 50 years? <laughs> well, because right now what they're saying is they're scaring where there's no abortions in a state. They're saying, oh, women are going to die because of miscarriages in a topic pregnancy. That is such a lie because there's medical treatment that has nothing to do with abortion, okay? It's two different things. When you have a miscarriage, Steve, that's called a spontaneous abortion. When you have an elective abortion, that's a Planned Parenthood abortion. I'm deliberately going in with a healthy baby, healthy mother, and killing that child. That's the difference right there. But they're using these scare tactics. And the other thing, too, is the amendments are not being clearly so that people can understand. They get confused. What is my yes but vote? They do, vote? No but they vote. do that on purpose. Why, of course why, why, they do. But why is the life movement not in Kansas? Why were they not there to say, hey, this thing's tricky. We shouldn't put it forward. We should we should rewrite this amendment. How I don't did know that what, happen? I don't know what they did, but I could know what Priest for Life did. We did a whole blitz, email blitz, phone call campaign. Everybody on our list in Kansas heard from Were us. Were you surprised by the outcome of two-thirds, one-third in a conservative state? I was surprised, but... Kansas also was the home of George Tilla, a late-term abortionist in Wichita. And as you know, back in the days of the rescue days, there was a lot of things happening in Kansas. So I, I, I'm i not giving up. Given, I, given, I think given all t- the momentum that came off Roe v. Wade, and we saw it, and one of the things I think shocked people is that there was not that much counter-demonstration. For everything it was supposed to be, a lot of these rallies and all of that didn't really play out. How do you make people feel comfortable that the life movement is going to be, you know, Susan B. Anthony, everybody's going to be completely focused on these midterm elections? Well, I know what we're doing. And Father Pabone and I help host meetings of pro-life leaders. And we are united and strong right now. Everyone is focused. They're laser focused on the midterm elections. And at Priest for Life, we have a great website, ProLifeVote.com. Go there, join our election team. We're training, doing the ground game. And we will take back the House. We will increase the Senate. 
and then the White House in 2024. Look, you guys had uh, the greatest fight ever over 50 years. You're saying that fight's far from over. You're totally dedicated to the midterm elections. Absolutely. You're having meetings along with uh, leaders of the movement, and everybody's coming together to unite to make sure you're knocking on doors, walking precincts, all the great grassroots stuff that Susan B. Anthony and all these other right to life. You guys have done what I call the pick and shovel work all the time, and you're completely dedicated to do that? That's right. Absolutely. Okay. And I need people on our team, so go to ProLifeVote.com and join us. What? Give us that Give us that again. It's what? ProLifeVote.com. Okay. And then the book, abortionandteens.com. And where do people get this? Abortionandteens.com. .com. That's where yep. they go. And it's yep. your website. You're Absolutely. I tell you, I always, you. I always love having you on. I'm going to keep <laughs> you this keep ahead. You keep that one. Okay, Absolutely. Fine, fine. Give me one last time. Okay. All right. We're going to take, uh, by the way, we're going to have uh, Moms for Liberty are going to be here in a second. We got, let's go ahead and do a, sh a shift right here. Okay. We're going to produce an air. Janet, thank you very much. God bless. Love having you on. Catalina Stube joins us. Thank you so How much. You? How you doing? Moms oh, for Liberty. Great, great, great. Now, you're the Hispanic coordinator nationwide for Moms for uh, right. Liberty. That's right. That's correct. So walk us through. Right right now, you have Moms for Liberty's got all the energy, right? Because you're taking over school boards. You're fighting for parental rights. At the same time, you've got the Hispanic vote and the Hispanic community is coming towards the MAGA movement. So walk us through. Walk us through. <laughs> what is your specific... Uh, responsibility and how are you helping pull the Hispanic uh, community into support us in 2022? Well, we are all in this war against indoctrination and gender ideology. It's a, a spiritual war that we have to take in hand and we take it very personal because it's it's our children and uh, it's that's why we're very passionate about it. That's why we are not is this, going is, to... Is, is this a big is this one of the things that MAGA movement is most attractive to the Hispanic community because the natural conservatism of Hispanics and the family nature and how center the family is to the Hispanic community? Are they outraged with what they're seeing Democrats do right now? Is that why this is such a, a big moment? Well, Democrats have been taking for granted always the, the Latino votes. And they are wrong because we are awakening every day of this radical uh, left uh, uh, agenda. And uh, obviously, it's not aligned with our values. Hispanic has strong values with traditions, beautiful tradition uh, based on faith, family, and freedom. And uh, obviously, we are going to defend that. And that's why it's so important the Hispanic vote in this coming up elections uh, uh, to, to seek for uh, candidates all, also only align to our values. And, 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 and talking about the midterms, right now, the numbers we're seeing are, 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 are of a historic nature. I mean, I was, I've been seeing polls, and we have the, uh, the new Hispanic language, uh, El Americano, that's here. They're talking 50, 55, maybe 60% of the Hispanic vote would actually, and this is where Biden carried it supposedly, theoretically, by 30 or 40 points. Do you see, as you, as you go around, do you see the possibility we could get 50% of the Hispanic vote this time or maybe even more? Absolutely. I'm, you believe that? Uh, I'm completely confident that the Hispanic vote is switching from Democrats to Republicans, no doubt. And uh, it's, What's the principal reason for that in your mind? What, what do you want? Something, it, because this has happened so quickly. Look, Steve Cortez and myself have been fighting on this for years. And in fact, when Steve came on the campaign in 16, one of the biggest things we wanted to do was get Trump out more, get MAGA out more in the Hispanic community. Now it's really coming to fruition. What is it about this moment in time that you think is driving that vote? 
I think when they are messing with our children, is panic at mama bears that protect a lot our future. It's, uh, it's our legacy. Children are very personal to us. Obviously, not only because God gave us this right, and it's not a politician that gave us that right. It's not a politician that is going to change policy and tell you what to put or what to inject to your children or what education and morals uh, you are going to give to your children. They are actually changing this standard of morality and it's not a line uh, for us, uh, the Hispanic community. It's at all uh, what they have been teaching us, our uh, abuelos and abuelas. And, uh, and obviously, uh, we're waking every day, even if the media it's manipulating all the information uh, through these two main outlets that they have. But I think- What are the two main outlets? I want to talk about that. Because Soros- Univision and Telemundo Univision. Is Univision and Telemundo both hardcore leftist secular? Absolutely. And totally this tied is to sad. Hollywood in the entertainment industry. And so you can't, you're not getting any concern. Forget Trump and MAGA. You're not getting any conservative message at all. They are not providing any information on the abuse they are doing uh, on our children. They are not uh, giving any data. They are not giving any facts. And we have the facts. And, and it's actually, you see, I always get an interview with a conservative outlet and never well, yes, uh, I have been interviewed, but very little. It's like the percentage of, of the interviews in Telemundo Univision is, is mostly nothing compared to what I do normally in all the outlets. So you can see clearly what, the, what is their agenda and what they, what, who they are backing up and uh, what they are aligned to. And uh, they don't like when the, we expose the data and we expose the and held accountable the, the politicians who are against the, the, the Uni education. Univision and Telemundo are the TV networks. We all know that one of the things that drives politics is AM radio. And we just heard a couple of weeks ago that Soros Bart, I think, uh, was it a Mambi? Radio Mambi. Mambi, which is the probably the classic AM radio station in South Florida for the Cuban community for years. He got rid of all the anchors. A lot of those went over to El Americano, which is on Sirius XM. They're launching here at CPAC. If that's cut, if that's closed to you, how can we be talking about 50 I mean, I've been in the Rio Grande Valley. I've been all over the country. I see the enthusiasm of Hispanics that don't want any more of the Democratic Party. But if you, if they have, uh, you know, Telemundo and Univision, and now he's buying up the biggest of the AM radio stations, how do you compete with, how's the word getting out to the Hispanic community? Well, they are trying to uh, shut us down and uh, shut down all the uh, outlets that normally are um, very conservative because they they were founded by people who know by firsthand communism. They are from Cuba, they are some of them from Venezuela, but they are not going to uh, shut us because we await and uh, we are always You're going to see. The, the community is awakened. Yes. But if you've awakened and you don't have any outlets or platforms, do you do we, it on social media? Do you do it by personal contact? We have, and there is other uh, outlets that they are coming up. Uh, for example, Voz Media is coming up. Americano is coming up, that they are here all, also in CPAC. There are other outlets that they support Hispanic communities and radios 
and uh, they are shooting that, but we are going up with another one. And Latinos are very smart, yes, and they can very do entrepreneurial. the. Thank you, <laughs> thank you so much. And they they can do the difference between good and bad because this is what is happening right now. It's a mental battle and a spiritual battle. You believe this is a spiritual battle? Totally, no doubt Absolutely. in your mind. No, no doubt. You've seen it in your life. Yes, yes, and you see the consequences. And uh, all these policies is leading only to destruction, to suicides, to to um, to problems in the in the people. I I never see any improvement on the sexual uh, behavior of any children with the ed education in all the schools. Where the state comes in and tries to do so, that. So, so you, so, you let, can let, see let's the Let's talk about the Monster results. Liberty because right now when you go to uh, liberal media, progressive media, they say these are a bunch of crazy moms that are uh, they don't want a real. They don't want the real teaching of American domestic history. Terrorists. Yeah, domestic terrorists. Domestic terrorists. <laughs> and the FBI is watching. They don't want to see the real teaching of uh, of American history. That's where they're all down on CRT. They're also crazy, anti-max, anti-vaccine, and now they're all haters on "Don't Say Gay." And and DeSantis is not the problem. The problem is uh, Tiffany Justice, Catalina, uh, Tina, and the other moms for liberty. They're pushing a radical. A, a radical hate-filled agenda. What say you to that? So, actually, Steve, I came from Colombia. Never in my life, I never uh, thought about uh, coming to United States to defend freedom. It never passed through my mind to that in this United States, you have to defend freedom and you're gonna be punished by that. And. So what 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 would actually? I mean, when you were in Colombia and said, "Well, the United States is freedom," you never thought you'd have to come to the United States and fight I, as hard exactly, as you're in Colombia. Exactly, never in a that's years. the point. And I came here, you know, in my when I was young, long time ago. <laughs> Not that long ago. By the way, you were Miss Columbia, right? Is that that's correct? correct? Yes, that's yes, correct. yes, yes, yes. So, Not that long ago. No, not the like that. But you never envisioned. You thought the United States was just no. Freedom. I grew up in the middle of two drug cartels. It was horrible, and, and I grew up with this fear of any time I can I can lose my my life because uh, the the value of life of every human being. It's it doesn't have this value in Colombia. So always I was thinking about going to another country and I saw United States, the American dream. And I came here legally. I came here and became citizen. It was one of my my proudest days in my life. And um, and then now I am defending children, defending freedom, defending uh, uh, what is normal, what it should be a normal rights given by God. Why, why are you here at CPAC? CPAC is the annual uh, you know, coming together of the conservative movement. This, the whole theme here is fire Nancy Pelosi, save America. This is a real focus on the run up to the midterm elections that are in 95 days. And then the actions are gonna take place afterwards. Why is Moms for Liberty here? To see you. <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. Great answer. Because we enjoy being with people like you, with patriots, with the strong people who they try to shut you down and you keep stronger because you have beautiful values. You know what is good and what is right and you are not going to backing up. So you are a great example and an inspiration for us and for all wow, the country. Thank you. you guys are an inspiration for me. How do people, one of the things people want to know is how do they join? You You guys are really the leader or one of the leading groups in parental rights, 
right? And you're trying to get chapters all over the country. You're trying to get people yes. to go and, and, and really halt, stand for elections to school boards. How do people get involved? What, what is the easiest way to get into Moms for Liberty and to find out what you guys are all about? Exactly. We have our uh, website, momsforliberty.org. Here in, in, there is a map. You can find all the counties all that uh, uh, have all the information about the, the education. And um, you can either join a chapter. And if it's not a chapter in your area, you can become, uh, you, you, you can become a leader in your area. So we, somebody, if there's not a chapter, you can actually help. You can start a chapter just as an individual. That's correct. And it's all the information's on there. Yes. And it's great because we are giving the training to become a leader because, you know, uh, so many people are always in, in, in a corner quietly seeing this war and and afraid and uh, it, it, it takes time it takes courage to to speak out so uh, I give you this opportunity that we all have uh, this opportunity if I can do it came from my background and uh, speaking my broken English, if I can do it, you can do it in your home and you can start in your in your household also uh, talking to your children, but also unified and empower and educate other parents. And together, I think we can we can actually uh, win the battle against indoctrination. If we unite and if people focus on parental Absolutely. rights in schools. What is your uh, what's your social media? Do you have a social media handle? I, I am in Truth Social. It's completely new. I hopefully you can join me and, and you can follow me. And uh, but what's uh, your handle at Truth Social? Kata Stube, C A T A Stube. And I am on Instagram. Uh, I got banned on Twitter, so I closed my account. You've long been banned ago. on Twitter. Yes. Why, why were they why, banned? So, right? And actually, Moms for Liberty was banned too, but they they came back. I had I had Tiffany on the day that you guys were banned. Exactly. So getting getting in more trouble. Exactly. Um, listen, it's great that you're here at, uh, at at CPAC. I say this all the time. Uh, Moms for Liberty has had probably more impact than any new startup that's only been a, you know a, it's only been a year or two old. You're having tremendous impact, and I keep saying that the path for victory for us as a movement and as a country and as a people is through those school boards and the parental rights movement is just incredible so thank you for thank coming you. We, and, we became like a new political party right yeah, we're influencing elections you're doing everything you got a new pack everything yeah catalina thank Steve, you so thank much you for so coming. much so honored thank okay. you okay be back here at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning we're gonna be live at cpac we're gonna be wall to wall all day and then we're going to do special coverage in the morning on saturday morning for president trump's for president, come on back here. For President Trump's, President Trump, you know, President Trump. She used to be Miss Columbia, right? When she, was, she was a movie star. Okay, we'll be back here at ten o'clock so tomorrow sorry. morning in the war room. Catalina, thank you so much. Say hi to Tiffany. Oh, See you thank you, thank you. I'm so, so sorry. Well.